Your closest lime source is probably the wrong lime source. That's the discussion today with Kevin Matthews of Extreme Ag. Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where we cut your learning curve with insights you can apply immediately to your farming operation. This episode is presented by Loveland Products. When it comes to crop inputs, you need products that are field proven to deliver both results and value. For more than 50 years, Loveland Products has been providing farmers with high-performance, value-driven product solutions designed to maximize productivity on every acre. Visit lovelandproducts.com to see how their innovative products can help you farm more profitably. And now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey there, welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ax Cutting the Curve. We've got Kevin Matthews on. I got to tell you, dear listeners and viewers, this is a topic I've been trying to get in the can for almost a year now. One of our discussions on a webinar, and if you're not tuning in, you should, every every month, the first Thursday of the month, we have an Extreme Ag webinar, highly interactive, highly informative. And one of those webinars, Kevin Matthews said, your closest lime source is probably the wrong lime source. I wrote that down. And I've been saying for a long time, hey, we got to get this in the can because that fascinated me. You think about putting tons and tons of this stuff on, you're going to probably say it's a lot to truck tons. So let's go ahead and grab the closest lime and put it on the field. And Kevin says, that's exactly what you should not do. And I said, why is that? So we're bringing that information to you. Kevin, in a nutshell, why do you say, why did you say in that webinar that stuck with me and I wrote it down, your closest lime source is probably the wrong lime source? Well, generally, if your problem is you're too acidic or, you know, too low pH or too high pH, the soils closest to you has got the same problems. So if you're putting this, the lime from that, then you're not offsetting things as well. In our situation, we're high magnesium soils our closest lime source is domatic lime. Well, we do not need magnesium, even though we do need to bring our pH up so it won't be acidic because we're typically low. So we get calcitic lime, and it's that calcium to magnesium ratio that what we're looking at. And we like to have about, you know, we want to be about a six to one, eight to one calcium to mag is what we would prefer to be. But our soils are naturally sometimes inverted. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's not a good situation where it's, the mag is so tight. It makes your clay so tight. By the way, you didn't think that you, that I was out here writing down stuff that you said. I've, I've been carrying this around now for like eight or nine months. Anyway, um, it struck me because you know, I'm from a place where there's tons of limestone. We have a limestone quarry, and I'm sure that most of the lime that gets put on fields around me comes from that limestone quarry that's just, you know, a few miles away. And, you know, it still does the job. Am I not right? I mean, it still does the job of, yeah. of correcting the pH. It's it's not that it doesn't do the job of the pH balancing that you want. It's that it doesn't do, it doesn't bring the right mi micros, or is that what the problem is? Well, your magnesium and your calcium, and Typically, most lime sources is either a dolmatic or a calcitic lime source. And if your soils are naturally high in calcium, then you're more likely going to need a dolmatic, which is high in magnesium. And if your soils are normally high in magnesium like ours are, then we need the calcium. So we go to the coast and, I mean, you know, my best friend's up right now and um, we was just talking and we go down to his place and get the uh, lime and bring back here and then he goes up in the mountains where we live and hauls lime to the coast to spread there because he needs the mag by the way that's so let's 
that's something I don't think most people consider. And I'm, I'm just, it's not that they're wrong because the, the purpose of the line when we started doing this was to correct your pH level. It's not that it doesn't do that. It's that it doesn't do these other things. So do you get less benefit? Do you get less effectiveness? If it's, since you're high magnesium, if you grab the nearest lime source and it didn't correct the magnesium to calcium ratio, it will still do the job of correcting the pH. But it, what what do you miss? I guess what thing do you miss? So, so in my situation, what it's going to do is make our clay soils much tighter, and there's going to be less ability for the water to infiltrate the soils and create that big sponge effect. It's also going to make it harder for the roots to grow through the soil because the clay bonds together. It's such a strong bond, and it's just like glue. And when we add that calcium in there, it's it's just fluffier. It's just more air, more air in the soil, oxygen in the soil, the water, the capillaries is easier for water movement, and you don't have the compaction. You know, for years we're putting domatic lime out, and then we're coming in and ripping, trying to get rid of the compaction, and then we got red clods. The reason we got clods is because of that that clay is bound together so darn tight. And uh, so, so, so what's interesting there, and you know, and you're thinking about this forever, we've, we've sinned against our soils by over tilling. And then the answer was, well, let's just rip up all the compaction layer. And the thing is, maybe you wouldn't have to be doing that if, if you created the porosity and with the, the, and nobody thinks of lime as being a component to reduction of compaction. You know what I mean? This is kind of like a new way of thinking. It is. And, you know, your your plants, your root system of your plants is going to, if it's got an easy path, I mean, everything is going to go with the least path of resistance. So if you don't have the compaction there and, and you're using the correct lime sources, you're using the correct fertilizers, doing everything the best of your ability right, then those big crops, those big massive root systems are going to get rid of that hard pan. You're not going to have it. That's why the cover crops are such a success in, in our areas. Now, you know, other areas up north, I can't comment on that. I don't farm there. But it, it works here. It's a systems approach. Another thing about that pH is you really want to, you really want that pH number. You know, we're fortunate we're low. It's easier to build it than it is to bring it down. It's, it's a chore. If you got an 8 pH and you're trying to bring it down, that's a chore. But we're typically going to be in the fives to may we might get lucky and find some six naturally. However, when we get that, we want to bring it up to about a six five because you know, we enjoy seeing our fertilized salesmen do well, but I don't want them to do that well off me. Right. So, you know. okay, so you can make the case that that the, the the using the right lime then not only is a compaction buster because of like you said getting the right calcium magnesium ratio um then you're also making the case that using the right lime source can reduce your fertilizer bill using the correct lime source to get the correct most balanced ph that you're able to obtain opens more natural elements minerals in your soils that keep you from having to buy it in a bag okay that's that's interesting by the way uh i want to uh, remind you uh listeners that uh, now more than ever you've got to squeeze every penny's worth of available nutrients out of every acre you farm 
Titan XC from Loveland Products improves nutrient availability and increases plant uptake so you get the most from your dry fertilizer investment. We're talking about fertility right now. Remember, if you use Titan XC, that's a fertilizer treatment. It will help you get more bang for your fertilizer buck. Fertilizer is going to be pricing up. I just talked about this with somebody. The Mississippi River is dry. Barge traffic is being controlled. There might be a little bit of a reduction in fertilizer, which means it's going to be higher prices. You want to maximize your fertilizer investment? Use Titan XC. Go to lovelandproducts.com to learn more. Okay. Here's the thing that somebody right now is thinking, like me. Um, does this mean that I've got to go on a on a quest to find lime further away? It, it's not a matter of how far away it is. It's just that it has to have the right component, meaning it's it comes down to the magnesium or calcium. So if I find out that I've got a calcitic soil, I want to find a magnesium lime source. And, and I don't know that that's something that the lime people go around touting. It's not, you know, when I'm looking at soil samples, uh, it don't matter if I'm looking at them in South Dakota, Iowa, or right here in North Carolina, the first thing I look at is I want to see the pH and I want to see the calcium, the mag ratio. And then I like to see what my organic matter and my CECs are. The organic matter and the CECs is very hard to change it, and you absolutely can change it. We've been successful in doing that, but the easiest things to change is that calcium, the mag ratio and that pH. If you got low pH, if you got real high pHs, you can still change it, but it's more of a challenge. So you got to have the right products there to do it. But there's, you really need to focus on that pH first off and see where you are and then see what options you have and then look at that calcium, calcium to mag ratio. You said the closest lime source is probably your wrong lime source. And then most people that are listening to this might say, oh, crap, I didn't even thought of this. It, it, we talked about the calcium, magnesium. I said the same thing. I said, when I heard it the first time, I thought, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, well, answer me this. When you, can you get samples from different lime? In other words, could I call a quarry in Ohio and say, send me a sample or tell me what you're, you know, because I've got this problem? Yeah, I have them send the lab analysis that they have because they're going to guarantee the analysis of their lime to the best of their ability. Um, you know, we, we was using Tennessee lime because it's more calcitic than what uh, it had a lot less mag in it than what we had here in Austinville. And Austinville's got a great, great lime source if you need that. It's just not what we need. And so then we was getting some out of Virginia, and then now we're getting it uh, from Wake Stone out of uh, South Carolina and right there at Myrtle Beach. And, you know, Kylie, it's amazing. It, it kind of – if you ever – you know, if you ever pay attention how fast the sand dries out when the when the uh, ocean, when the waves come up on the shore and then they go back and, you know, it just dries right back out. That's how that lime does. You get a shower of rain on it, it dries out and you just go right back to spread and it spreads beautiful. What about the skeptic that's listening to this that says, you know what, I think this is not worth all the fooling around. Kevin's paying all that massive amount of trucking to bring lime in from another state i don't i don't see the value to the person that says that what's your response it was hard for me to decide on that freight myself but now that we've used it one of the very successful farmers here in the area older gentleman he he was talking to me he said it just amazed him now that he's using the correct lime how much less lime that he uses versus how he did years ago, he said, used to every other year, I put a ton of the acre on regardless. He said, now we're using the correct lime and said, it seems like we might go five or six years before our soil samples are calling for it because, you know, we're adding these calcium sources to it and we're keeping everything built up. So, so you can make a, 
you can make the case that you make up for the freight pretty quickly because by using the right amount, you're using less of it. That's correct. Yeah. You're, you're putting the right product on the right acre. That's very important. It's interesting. Um, when did you come up with this? Because when you said it, it's the first time I'd ever heard it. And then I got some other guys with XA nodding their head. I don't think this is something that's been discussed for long. And I don't think it's been discussed that much, which is why I wanted to get it recorded. Is this, is this, you tell um, people other than your buddy that's actor you're going to talk to besides him how many how many people you think this is all new uh, you know i found out about it i met a guy several years back in a peer group and he you know he was uh explaining it to me trying to help me learn better ways to understand the soil samples and uh and that just his ability to teach it to me really clicked and um then about that same time, a guy, Ron Chamberlain, come in. He was with Gypsol, and he was talking to me about gypsum, and I was learning about that, and he was really good with soil samples and, and teaching it. And, you know, it just kind of clicked, and I started trying it, and it got very obvious because our droughts uh, weren't near as bad on our crops where we was using the calcitic products versus our domatics. And uh, then you could act, you could actually tell it just this ground here when you walk across it it just feels different. It's interesting. So the person that's uh, listening to this, you've told us uh, you can get samples. So I mean, most people, if the co-op or the ag retailer says, "Yeah, you need lime," you just go get lime. You're saying go ahead and get some some proven trial or I'm sorry, some lab results from a lime source elsewhere, and then. Uh, I think the answer is call your agronomist and whoever that is or whoever you get your agronomic consulting from and demand that they, uh, you know, find you a different lime source. Uh, and that's that's probably the, the simplest way to do it because you're saying the payoff is there. Absolutely. Yep. It, it's well worth the time and investment. And then uh, if nothing else, did you, you didn't start full tilt. You started doing this on certain acres and you started seeing a result. And now you're sold on it. Yeah, and, and, you know, another thing that got me was historically where you use poultry litter, you have a lot better yields. And we want to think about the NP and K that we're getting from the poultry litter, but what we're forgetting is layer litter is extremely high in calcium. And so we're starting to see all this, you know, our gyps and our, it's so much better with our peanuts, you know, they use it to get better peanuts and you start learning all this as we get older and we realize, you know, it's, it's almost like an aha moment that we, you know, what was we thinking? And uh, if you always do what you've always done, you know, what results you're going to get, you need to need to branch out. So if a farmer's using litter, chicken litter, it's, they're, they're probably getting the calcium, but they're still not getting the, the lime correction, the, the, the pH correction that lime brings. Am I right about that? Or does litter almost make it so you wouldn't, does litter reduce the need for lime? It does, yeah, no question. Uh, the the layer litter that we have, um, we thought we had to get, you know, annual soil samples annually to stay in compliance and uh, to make sure we're not overloading anything. And um, typically, with that product, you don't have to use mu add much lime to keep your pH balanced. It it does. You can actually get your pH too high with it. You have to be very careful. Okay, so if you're using litter thinking, well, this will save me on lime, and I don't even need to worry about my closest lime source, you can actually overdo it, and all of a sudden you're you're getting, you're getting too basic. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I I've you know I bought a 
one of my neighbor's farm. I bought him his operation 14, 15 years ago. Now it's been longer than that, 16 years ago now, golly. And um, we'll say 15, that sounds better, Damien. But uh, the, um, the one thing he was real, he was a huge proponent on lime and domatic lime at that. And when we started farming, the pHs was 7.2 to 7.6. And and we had to get that pH down in that 6.5 range. And that's when it started really shining. And so we used a lot of gypsum at that time and step because we didn't need lime. We, yeah. you know, our pH was too high, but we needed calcium. So we used right. a gypsum product there. Okay. So you got the calcium that didn't bring the lime, et cetera. All right. Get me out of here. What else do I need to know? You, you brought this up almost a year ago. I wrote it down. Closest lime source is probably your wrong lime source. Uh, you told us how to go about doing it. You said that the the freight is justified because usually you're using less of it. Talked about the uh, the compatibility with or without if you're using litter. Uh, you said that the benefit of using the right lime source is then all of a sudden your soil is in balance, I think is the big thing. Because then you said your fertility moves, your compaction is not much of an issue. You've got porosity. So I, I'm trying to think if there's anything I missed. Like you pretty well hit it. You just need to get out in the field and get your soil samples and get them sent off and, and get with your agronomist and, and uh, get a plan together and go to action. I think the big one here is when I said you started doing this, you know, say a decade or so ago, you saw results pretty quickly. That's the thing. I mean, this is a lot of times we talk about, it's going to take you a while to do this. It's going to take you a while to do this. This one's pretty much within a year or two, you start seeing the benefit, the payback. Yeah, you'll start seeing it. It's, it. It depends on what your situation is. For us, with a high mag switching to calcium, it, it started showing pretty quick. Got it. So, yeah, you're, you're not going to have to wait around forever to see the results. His name is Kevin Matthews. He's one of the founders of Extreme Ag. If you are new to watching or listening to this, I want to encourage you to go check out more stuff at ExtremeAg.farm or follow us on Facebook and or Twitter hundreds of videos that guys like Kevin are shooting out in the field. He's just done with harvest. We're recording this mid-November. He's going to be blowing off his combine and an ideal come into his head. He'll shoot a video and put it out there. And also you can become an extreme ag member for only 750 bucks a year. You can watch all these videos and these podcasts for free, but if you want to take it to the next level, you get exclusive content, you get access for question answers with guys like Kevin and the other extreme ag guys. You also get special offers from our business partners. Like for instance, commodity classic, you could be going there for free, based on our partnership with nature. So these are all the kinds of things you get if you become a member. ExtremeAg.farm is the website. Go and check out all the videos. Check out the hundreds of podcasts we've recorded and also consider becoming a member for just $750 investment per year. You get a lot of great benefits. You'll make that money back in spades. He's Kevin Matthews. I'm Dave Mason. So next time, thanks for being here, buddy. Appreciate it. That's a wrap for this episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. But there is plenty more available by visiting ExtremeAg.farm. For over 50 years, farmers have turned to the proven lineup of crop inputs offered by Loveland Products. From seed treatments, plant nutrition, adjuvant, and crop protection products, Loveland has the complete lineup to keep your farming operation productive and, most importantly, profitable. Check out lovelandproducts.com to learn more.